everyone. Welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Invincible. This is... Are they going to come out with another season? Yeah, there is. Uh, they actually renewed it already for a second and third season. I'm down. Totally down. Because I really like this show. Um, episode 4. Neil Armstrong, Eat Your Heart Out. Written by Ryan Ridley. Directed by Corey Evans. I gave this episode a 9.6 out of 10. Everything in this show is batshit crazy and I love it. <laughs> the commentary is great as well. So um, it continues to be a highlight when I get a chance to watch an episode. I did take some notes. I'm not going to go scene by scene. You know this already, but... I will, for the most part, go in order of the sequence of events. Now, when I say this show is crazy, what they introduced in the first five minutes had nothing to do with the rest of the episode. So I'm still left with the, what the hell was that all about? (laughs) As some guy is in a desert digging up a tomb, must be in Egypt somewhere because there's a lot of brown people around. And as I said that statement, I realized how stupid it was because there are brown people in several continents, not just (laughs) in Africa. (laughs) But carrying on, I mean, usually when they're digging for tombs that, you know, your mind goes to Egypt. But yes, I'm aware there are other places in the world. But he goes into said tomb. And my question is, how you scream at help when you set these events in events in motion with resurrecting this cow whore why are you running why are you running then furthermore they gonna follow it up with the people he's <laughs> talking about my god he's resurrecting cow whore and his name is bruh how do you know who this person is but don't seem to know that you were digging up their tomb i do not know what was even more random is the way in which that slab closed in its face not today satan not today and that's that on that dad and son are exercising together in said desert so i'm thinking did he have something to do with this because he was around the scene i don't know they raced to mount everest i need for mark to pay attention in um what is the class i don't even know geography whatever the fuck how you not just know what mount everest is and then nolan saying that planet earth is beautiful too bad humans fucking it up amen to that shit then got the caudacity okay we're all involved in this so i'll just say audacity (laughs) in this case (laughs) to want to go to another planet to fuck it up too but i love that in these moments mark be looking at his dad like you realize i'm human too and so is your wife I will say that Nolan is very Barry Allen in his teaching methods of um, telling his son a thing that you got to be responsible, but not actually explaining what you mean by that. (laughs) But he do he does um, give some backstory, you know, like when your grandparents so his parents died, he was very lost. He didn't have a purpose. He mentions vitrium sounds very fascist to me, and I'm really concerned about its plans with earth because as i've stated a million times there is no way a more intelligent life somewhere out there species that's that powerful would look down at us and say you know i really want to retain that 
That idea may just be crazy enough to get us all killed! Basically, if there is an intelligent life out there, we are the Neanderthals in the situation. Alright? Stop acting like we gonna have any dog in this fight. There can be only one! But I don't like the way Nolan was like, yeah, this, um place was an assignment but your mom turned it from a job to a home why is it a job that doesn't sound weird at all we just go out and help planets <laughs> i would be like can you like go a little further in detail on the helping of the planet because we've had a few people see that's why he needs to pay attention in school his dad is right about that he should not be skipping school because if he go in the history book, this is all going to sound very fucking familiar. And apparently is Mark's heritage that he really needs to ask a lot more questions about. They get home and Mark has a date. Olga is apparently selling her house because she thinks there's a conspiracy, which there is. <laughs> and no one cares about what happened to her boo, which they don't. And then Nolan, he know he come with the bars, man. He can't stop. He's like, um, she needs to stop drinking. <laughs> Damn you, ice cream. Come to my mouth. How dare you disobey me? Wifey's like, what? I just told you she is cut up. Her husband's been knocked down. They're possibly lying to her. And you're going to say she need to quit drinking. <laughs> And they go follow it up with, yeah, you remember how she was at that party last year? How does those things correlate? How at all in this moment? And then you just walked off, patting my shoulder like you did a good job in this part of your part of the conversation. Sir, I love him though. I don't know what it is about J.K. Simmons and him playing. Because <laughs> it's exactly what superman should be okay an alien for another planet <laughs> coming down just be like oh you guys are so you know you're wonderful i like how you're doing things i i think you're all worth protecting no he's gonna have some feelings and emotions even if he does have some love for his family that's all he has love for and that's for damn sure <laughs> It's made very apparent when the episode goes on. And I can't help but just, I don't know. It's because it's a, a very authentic, like, portrayal of a character that we have seen only in a rather positive light. So I just, it, I, I crack up every time. He's great. I gotta call her mom or Sandra O because I never remember her name. But she was Googling Damien Darkblood because he was whispering up in her ear. Under pressure. Under pressure. So Nolan decides to pay him a visit. And he's like, um, I know you know what you know, but nobody's going to believe you over me. So how about you step the fuck up out of my house and stop talking to my girl? And Damien ain't wanting to be punked being like look i fucks with the devil so i know you part of our game all right sir and your wife she already know so you can tell me to step the fuck off but i ain't going to then he brought mark's name into it and that's when he's like go fuck yourself and with that boss ass exit 
I would have been fucking terrified. Also like the added effect that it's really cold around the demon. Amber and Mark go on a first date like they wasn't on 20th base last episode. And if he liked her that much, he'll save up and buy that ball is what I was thinking. And the fact that he did buy that ball was like, oh, he like like her. He looking at her pictures. He in that infatuation, that first infatuation mode. That girl you lose your virginity to. But we know that's not going to be your wife later on because you keep setting up that other thing. So I can't really be invested in this relationship like I want to, even though they is cute. They real cute together. She took him to a place, told him how she was in the Philippines, was volunteering. She a good person deep down in her heart and soul. He want to be a better person, even though you should just be better. But that's okay because they in high school and it's cute. He gets a second date because he decided to buy what he could afford that night, which was a rice thing, which I don't even know is good for. But he get a good night kiss. And that song that was playing, Paradise by Bozzy, is now in my playlist. He, of course, don't know how to balance being a superhero with dating since he has to go or decides to go to Mars because Nolan is not leaving Earth for reasons that we do not know. But clearly he needs to stay close to Earth and he can't come up with a better reason other than I need to. <laughs> and Cecil wanted him gone to Mars so that they can search his shit. However, unfortunately, he had a, a drop on both the motherfuckers setting them up. It's like, I know exactly I'm fucking with human beings ain't shit you best believe when it comes to the truth it's like eh <laughs> we get to that when we get to that but back to the eventual triangle that's not gonna work out for my interests anyway he goes to i forgot her name already I'm, I'm not even being facetious. I just forgot her name. <laughs> but he goes back to her. She's like, yeah, dating people that are not other superheroes don't really work out. He did clap back real nice with, with um, you know, is that how it worked out with you and Rex? Like, bitch, he was being a little rude right there. But then he's like, I'll be there for you for all your problems. And she's like, yeah, oh, okay, by the way, unless you're serious about her, don't tell her your secret identity and he don't tell her his secret identity he just buys the ball and then tells her he's gonna go volunteer he gives her the truth but only the bare facts of the truth so like enough to pass a lie detector but not really any specifics <laughs> i will say at the same time it's perfectly okay not to be serious after with someone after like i wouldn't tell her my secret identity <laughs> like no we ain't there until we get to the i love yous i don't yeah like there's no reason why you should be telling people your secret identity sometimes it might even be close to the marriage no i think once you say i love you that at that point yes you're committing to them you're hoping eventually it's gonna go to that next level you're wanting it at that point in time so yeah i think that's the time that you say hey i'm a superhero otherwise we ain't there yet so off he goes to his mission to mars we'll check back in with him 
the mauler is back that was don't get captured by run the jewels the music in this uh, episode was real nice then we catch up with the b team they get the a team's base and Cecil, he's a goddamn dog. It's <laughs> like I left that blood so that you know what happened before your B team ass came up in here. So anytime you think you hot shit, look at that blood and realize what happened to people that was better than you. By the way, this is not a place to gawk at. This is your fucking professionals, not fan club members. I need y'all to stop. Rex better not be trying to bone that teenage looking little girl. Okay, that's just pedophilia. But it's okay because she legally, I don't give a fuck. That's nasty. It's not okay. I'm not down with it. I already don't like you, Rex, in the beginning. I don't know how you got on the fucking team. Uh, but what's up with Robot pinching more than a nerve, talking about how he forgot how soft humans are? straight up just stole a whole vial of his blood and we'll get back to that story as well let's check back <laughs> let's check back in with nolan who's being his best self <laughs> what you were doing oh the usual teaching someone a lesson They get into an argument until Cecil shows up in his house. Like, I could have killed you. I realized that. <laughs> I was trying to teleport to your front door, and I'm I'm so sorry. I made a mistake. <laughs> um, so he decides to take her on a romantic thing to get her off the fact that he's a lying son of a bitch. Um... Nolan totally knows Cecil is on to him and tells her this and uh, asks if she trusts him and apparently that's enough to get her panties moist. So there was a moment where we heard that Nolan wanted to talk to Cecil. Turns out that conversation resulted in Dark Blood being caught up in Nolan's home. Cecil is on to what is exactly happening like yeah you've been offered up as the scapegoat and guess what's about to happen this is the end beautiful friend this is the end my own he led him into a room and said it's time to die <laughs> apparently though he's not dead he's just back in hell the one dude was like isn't that worse I would think that's worse especially if you was running around acting like you was detective Sherlock Holmes <laughs> I don't think the devil's gonna be very happy to see you but Cecil explains look um I gotta keep shit gray you see things in black and white I see things in what is best for the human race I need to know why this superpower motherfucker that killed the best of the people on our planet (laughs) 
why he did what he did which means what the fuck does he have planned for the rest of us no wonder he ain't talked to wifey about viltramite anyone listening is gonna be like that sounds awfully like the empire it might be death star coming our way So back to the Mars and Martian situation. The humans got taken while Mark was taking a nap because it was boring and it was a secret mission. He couldn't be spotted. I love the fact that he packed the lunch like that was supposed to be serious. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking four-year-old, you are 17. Jesus. Don't pack an actual damn lunch. Did you Google nothing before you left? Then he gets taken to the leader of the planet. <laughs> and he is, uh, they explained to him, hey, there's these things around. And if they come in contact with a human, they can destroy our species. So we need to execute the humans because you decided to bring y'all ass here with no invitation. And that is really fucked up. If we know that there's Martians on a Martian planet, we just go and be like, so fuck your diplomacy <laughs> and guidelines we're just gonna land this is my biggest debate on the expanse like was it okay for them to blow up the landing pot uh pod no because that was hurting your own people all right that should have been a unanimous decision however if unanimously they decided to blow up the pod and those motherfuckers got caught up in the shrapnel one may argue that that is indeed your fault just can't you know people are here you could have spoke to us and then maybe we would have had a conversation in which you could have landed peacefully you can't just show the fuck up anyhow um (laughs) off of the expanse back onto the invincible or mr invincible i like that this was his first mission and it wasn't even fully successful um because he got them off the planet he made sure the humans were safe which was the the mission right but because the mission was keeping the humans safe, we basically um, created the extinction of another species. Like our uh, expiration basically uh, terminated them. Why the fuck do you have to run it? I thought that was very, um, very complex statement they were making there. And I dug it because it does seem very very uh ironically comical in this sense that we're rooting for invincible to get them away but at the same time we condemn a completely innocent species <laughs> to to doom and and their reasons for executing these humans were valid despite us being human and not wanting our own to die and mark to be this the hero of the moment um mark coming home early (laughs) and hearing the sounds (laughs) then when he gets in the house the stare off with him being like wow i wouldn't even have tried to speak she's like how is the (laughs) like we all know what was happening and i can't believe that (sighs) I'm just gonna go upstairs 
and and were but i'm like how did y'all make up when he was being so callous there's like a dragon never mind this is a world in which a dragon could just randomly fucking pop up that's what i like about the world it's so fucking just bonkers and i'm thinking once you do introduce one thing you're gonna have to deal with other things that you didn't think were possible so yeah a dragon just popping up he's like yeah let's see so you know let the humans save themselves since they're being real bitchy right now <laughs> like you got all these problems here right oh yeah you need people like me to solve them for you if you thought you could do it all by yourself your motherfuckers would so stop playing uh but they did take out the dragon um i like the scene between him and amber when she got back he gave her the rock told her again uh, enough to pass the lie detector test uh the weirdest scene of the episode though goes to robot man who walks like (laughs) i told y'all stop fucking with robots (laughs) like they turned on this thing was like look where we at uh you just decided to invade my personal space and turn me on like i'm just y'all keep treating me like i'm not human so i'm just gonna kneel before this deformed something in a tank it says finally phase one begins i don't know what he plans to do with that vial of blood but it ain't good it's not it's not okay it doesn't feel like it's okay whatever is in that tank just feels as if it is not meant to be (laughs) like what the fuck is going on with that guy see so i'm gonna need you to actually start doing better with your retcon you put this man in charge of the next guardians team you let him pick the team members the technology you are using is fickle i think that we need to squat up for what's coming next i think maybe we need a little bit more flesh blood in there maybe that is where (laughs) my um slightly second favorite character the mauler is gonna come into play he only got one scene though so what he about to do he making his twin brother we know that making his twin brother so i think that's all for me but we do have feedback so let's jump into the mailbag it's me shy long time no hear from i guess (laughs) uh yeah i am here to give my feedback for invincible first time giving feedback uh if you hear background noise it's because i'm driving i'm on my way to the store have to get a few things um but yeah so 
little bit under the weather along with working and everything with my son in college um, yeah just not had a lot of time and wow it's been crazy it's been a crazy week and a half to say the least <laughs> but he's um he's he's at college now so very excited about that i mean it's only 45 minutes away but still he's not home and um yeah i don't venture down like i said i don't venture downtown too often but if need be he's not too far away so it's all good in the neighborhood um as for this show i mean i really enjoyed i watched the first four episodes because i see that you did the um podcast for the first three so i went ahead and watched um these four and yeah i really enjoyed it uh <laughs> it's just one of those um mature what is it is it really a cartoon or is it anime or I don't know what you would call um I think it's anime right so um yeah I enjoyed it a little bit uh gory but not you know it's a cartoon so or it's animated so it's not too bad in regards to that but it was still gross especially when the um the guardians got were murdered by omni man which i was not expecting at all and so of course i'm like trying to figure out what's the angle there with him um and then within this episode the wife um debbie was saying something about ever since mark got his powers he's been acting weird so I'm like, is there a connection with that? With Mark getting his powers and I mean I can't imagine what that could be, but I'm like out of the blue. But it just seems like since Mark got his powers, he's been acting weird, just like she said. So why now? I, I mean I'm not it just doesn't make any sense. So is there some type of a connection there? Um, that we'll find out about so that's interesting that whole thing because it just it's just so random <laughs> like he just called them or they got all together and he murdered them so um I'm, I'm i'm just drawing a blank on what could be the reason and then what's the guy immortal man um he was saying to uh the wonder woman type girl i don't remember her name about how and, and like this isn't like him but again because he's been there for decades and he's fought by their side the whole time so it's just one of those mysteries that I'm very interested in finding out what the story is but um but yeah um I, I just think the whole Mark Eve and Amber thing I'm just uh I don't know if y'all have noticed this but I'm not the biggest fan of watching teenage romance stuff anymore I mean I might have been back in the day but it's just I don't have the patience for I mean maybe because I'm dealing with teenagers and seeing it on TV I don't know what it is but it's just like it's just so ridiculous to me so it's like okay so we're gonna use 
I mean, again, they're teenagers, so I think you said it, Christina. They're fickle. You know, they think with their other head a lot of the times. And, you know, Amber is attractive. Eve is attractive. And they're young, so this is the time to explore and um, all that good stuff. So um, I'm not mad at them for liking two girls, being attracted to two girls. Uh, the whole Rex and Kate thing, that was, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. My, he must be, he can't be that much older than them. I'm thinking 18, 19 years old because he sounds like an idiot. Um, <laughs> so, um, there's that, like a college, you know, frat guy kind of thing. So, I'm with you, not my favorite type of character. Um, anyways course there's the robot guy um robot thing whatever um trying to figure out what his deal is because when he was talking to monster girl excuse me hiccup monster girl he said he was talking about you know how they don't see them for who they are on the inside and he's she's like well you're you're a robot like what do you mean so i'm wondering what there is obviously more going on with robot guy than meets the eye because he let that one dude escaped the John drawing a blank on his name if he had a name um the blue guy um that can clone himself so that's gonna be interesting and then the whole Cecil Donald thing I mean they, they, they crack me up Don I like the their dynamic <laughs> Donald is the uh I mean he reminds me uh, I know you don't watch Marvel too much but um, Sam Samuel L. Nick Fury and I forget the the um, Coulson. I think that's his name. The white guy. It reminds me of that dynamic a little bit, like the straight laced guy and the you know shady, you know always got twenty thousand, um, you know steps. To, you know, thinking ahead of think uh, I can't even my gosh why can't I put get it out get it out um 20 steps ahead type thinking or he always has something up his sleeve so that's um that's gonna be interesting to see what he has going on because obviously he's suspicious of um Nolan and he believes that he murdered them and it's just a, again the question of why and you know what's going on with that so that's going to be um something to um look for. well i think that's all i have um oh, oh yeah debbie she's suspicious of i think after what what um the lat their last scene when he was um acting weird again with the the pizza no the I don't know, just think there's something there with her with Debbie um so she's not letting go of the weirdness with Nolan so um I'm thinking she's gonna find out something oh yeah they were in the bedroom and he was saying oh yeah um Cecil no longer thinks that anything's up with me and he, he's clear my name so I don't know, but they were showing the closet, so I'm trying to, I'm thinking there's something there in regards to 
the closet. Um, and I know that's not the last we've seen of Dark Blood. At least I don't think it's the last we've seen of Dark Blood. Um, and that whole thing. So, so much to, um, to still find out about. And very interesting. Very intrigued for sure. Um, so glad I got into this one as well. And look forward to... I think I'm going to watch the fifth episode today um because i'm very curious as to where they go i'm very curious about um how they find out because i'm sure they're gonna find out um talking about mark and deb debbie um so oh um what else yeah that's it anyways well um i hope you enjoyed your week away from all the craziness or I think you were still working, just not doing your podcast. But um, anyway, you're spending quality time with the youngin'. So I hope that you had a good time doing that. And um, I know you're getting back into the swing of things with your podcast. So look forward to hearing the ones that I participate in. So until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shot. That was shy with her thoughts on the episode. So I agree. I do not do teenage romance at all. So I'm with you there. Like it's cute when I'm seeing it, but I already can see all of the Degrassi and whatever else. That's the only one that came to mind. Uh, Don't do it. Don't watch it. Probably not going to enjoy it. Might see some things that are enjoyable. I don't know, but it does not... It's not the most interesting thing in this show. That's definitely, but you can't, it's not as if you can ignore the fact that Mark is also a teenage boy. So I get it. Adult animation is what this would be called. I don't know if you can call it anime because I feel as if that is its own genre. (laughs) And my daughter would kill me if I did not separate the two because she's totally into anime. And that seems to primarily be a, a Japanese, um, is it Chinese? I'm not sure, um, type of, of thing. So no more foot in my mouth there regarding my very limited experiences. I don't, I, I, I dabbled in anime when I had a friend watch it years ago, but for the most part, don't recall much about it. I do love Carlson and Nick Fury. I know those people. I know some people because I love Sam Jackson and almost everything he does. And then Coulson for a little bit was um, kind of, uh, what do you call it? My grandpa daddy. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what to call that. Um, where I was like, you can be my daddy, but he was also my daddy. I don't know what's going on with um, him changing all of a sudden. I mean, he seemed like he was a dick, Nolan, anyway, before he even, like, he asked her and then, like, he had to earn her. That's probably something he wasn't expecting he would have to do with with, with the woman he picked out. Uh, but after he saved her, you know, they've been bumping the ground in all these years and um, she got dicked down and wasn't using her brain and now debbie's like what the fuck (laughs) these lies are coming out of your mouth these things that you are saying that about your friends that you talking about ain't even my friends they was my associates i feel as if he triggered an event when uh mark got his powers 
I'm guessing if I was like a supreme race, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to the planet. I'm gonna knock one of you up. I'm gonna create one of our own to extenuate our species, but also not totally annihilate the other species. Then once I do that, you know, I retire back to my planet. You take over this world. And now you're in, cause he's talking about responsibilities. So I'm thinking his responsibilities is to keep the boot on on humans, except he really wasn't expect like it didn't happen for so long. He didn't think it was gonna happen. So when it came so late in life, he's like, "Oh shit!" And then he had to start. You know, he, he's clearly very attached to his home, his home planet. So now he's trying to live up to his leg the legacy of his parents. And all that other jazz that's gonna be a problem <laughs> because i have a feeling um taking out every the best of the best and then being able to survive that uh i think that whatever's coming next is veltrium that's just my idea and they gonna they gonna put their dick right on earth <laughs> be like guess who's your daddy now <laughs> these are my ideas <laughs> I could be completely wrong, but if I was a supreme race, this is what I would be thinking. I totally thinking these exact thoughts. I don't know what's wrong with me, but no, it's more like I'm just putting us in our proper place. It's like, uh, this is a familiar story. Thank you for reminding me that her name is Debbie, because I just could not the entire episode recall what that her name was to save my life and the fact that eve forgot her name too i'm more i think the out out of everything i'm more interested in what the hell the robot man is doing with that vial of rex's blood (laughs) what kind of clone fuck he's about to make like jesus christ what it what's I, i can't even begin to fathom where he could be going with this if you want to join our next episode, blackocouch.gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.